In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My name is John. I have been sent to you by Bishop David Reed to be, for this moment in time, your deacon in charge here at St. Christopher's by the Sea, as we all take part in this time of transition and opportunity. Eventually, God willing and the people consenting, I will be ordained as a priest here in this very nave in about six months' time. But a simple way of saying all of this is to say, I have been called here to serve with all of you and to be your pastor, your eventual priest, and your friend. Now, something we all must understand is that the role in which I come to serve is slightly different from the role many churches are used to. I come to you as a bivocational deacon. That model itself is a rather old model in the Christian tradition. St. Paul himself was, in a sense, a bivocational missionary, as he employed himself at points in time as a tent maker. For the fledgling church, most of the deacons and bishops and eventual priests were people who held a secular job to provide for themselves and their families, but also committed to prayer, study, fellowship, and various ministries during the week. But they presided and preached during the gathering of the church on Saturday and early Sunday. So, while we are trying this new model of graduating a full class of bivocational priests in the diocese, we, in a way, are actually returning to an ancient model of how the church was the church. One of the ways that this model of ministry works is it includes the whole congregation, the whole parish, to share in the work of ministry together. Something through the years that has been lost with the church's traditional hierarchy of bishop, priest, and deacon is a sense of shared ministry with the laity, the actual people of the church, the pleb sancti dei, the holy, common people of God. Yes, ordained orders are important for many reasons, but the lay order, all of you, also have a shared role and responsibility to be ministers and proclaimers of the gospel as well. In fact, in many ways, you are the most important of all the ministers. The catechism found in our Book of Common Prayer answers the question, who are the ministers of the church, in this manner. The ministers of the church are lay people, bishops, priests, and deacons. Notice the order that the list is in. Lay people were first, not bishops and other ordained clergy. St. Peter reminds us that all Christians all who are baptized into the death and resurrection of Jesus are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We all share. We all have a role to perform at St. Christopher's Church. In the next few weeks, I look forward to seeing the work, the ministry that you all have been doing here in Portland firsthand, 
like the food pantry, and also in exploring and growing new ministries as we see the needs in this area. As we begin to grow together, all of us, especially myself, need to always keep in mind that no matter what we do, it is put into the perspective of God first. God first, and everything else second. The Reverend John Andrew, who was the chaplain to Michael Ramsey, a former Archbishop of Canterbury, told the story that when the Archbishop was presiding at a service with Queen Elizabeth II, or any other member of the royal family in attendance, he would always say to himself, God first, when deciding whom he should reverence first, the altar or the monarch. We, as this parish family, would do well to remember that in all we do, our focus is God first, then the world. We do this by beginning any task great or small, in prayer, by looking to serve God in all persons that we meet, and by gathering together as the body of Christ in communion and fellowship, so we can go out and be the body of Christ in the world around us. When I was told that I would be coming to this parish, one of the first things I did was look up who exactly St. Christopher was. After all, if St. Christopher is our patron saint, then we all need to know a little bit about him. So I began reading up on the saint and discovered a wonderful account of him. Let me share it with you. Christopher was a Canaanite and stood over seven and a half feet tall. He had a very hardened face, ogre-like in fact, and served one of the kings in Canaan. One day, Christopher, now his real name is Reprubus, but uh, we'll continue to call him Christopher for the ease of storytelling. Uh, he decided that because of his strength, skill, and imposing frame, that he should serve the greatest king there was. After journeying for a long time and serving a variety of kings, all of whom had someone they feared that was greater than they, Christopher found the greatest king in the world and decided to offer his services to this king. A little while later, Christopher noticed that when the king heard mention of the name of the devil, he would cross himself because he feared the devil. In Christopher's mind, obviously the devil was then far greater than the king he served because this king feared the devil. Christopher set out again, looking for the devil this time. Stumbling across a band of thieves and ruffians, one of the band declared that he was the devil himself. So Christopher set out with the band. Not long afterwards, while they were traveling, they came upon a cross standing near the road. The devil expressed his fear of the cross and his fear of Christ who had died upon it. Realizing that the devil feared something even greater than himself, Christopher then set out in search of this Christ. One day, Christopher met a hermit 
who was able to instruct him in the Christian faith. He wanted Christopher to fast, pray, and do some other disciplines, but Christopher found many of these tasks too difficult. At last, the hermit suggested to Christopher that because of his size and strength, that he try a very practical task to serve in. There was a mighty river nearby, and the river had a strong current and was rather deep. He could assist people in crossing this river as there was no bridge for several miles in either direction. The hermit assured Christopher that this act of service would be an act of service to Christ indeed. Some time passes, and Christopher has spent his days ferrying the local people, as well as many travelers, across this river. One day, a rather small boy comes and asks Christopher to take him across to the other side. As they begin to cross, the river began to swell, and the small child became heavier and heavier, almost like lead on his back. This was the hardest journey he had made across the river. Christopher struggled against the river and the weight on his back. At last, they made it across, and when they reached the other side, Christopher said to the child, You have put me in grave danger. I do not think the whole world could have been as heavy on my shoulders as you were. The child said in reply, You had on your shoulders not only the whole world, but he who made it. I am the Christ, your king, whom you are serving by doing this work. No longer are you reprobus, but you are Christopher, because you have carried the Christ. And with that, the child vanished. Using this story as a guide, we here at St. Christopher's are called to not only carry Christ out to the world, but to carry the weight of the world also. We are to be the bearers of Christ. After all, that's what the name Christopher means. That's a commitment that I join in sharing with you here in Portland. Over the next few months, while I am a deacon, I hope to fulfill the requirements of that order. One portion of that is to not only go out and serve the people in this community, but also to help you recognize that right here, especially with us located at the edge of a neighborhood and the business district, and on the path to one of the gorgeous parks overlooking the bay, that the people who pass by this place every day know that we love Jesus. And it is love that compels us to feed the hungry, to visit those in prison, to clothe the naked, and to heal the sick. In other words, to be Christ in the world. My dear friends in Christ, don't think we are embarking on a new journey. This is the same journey you have been on these many years.
I don't think we are actually going to do anything new. But what I do hope for, and what my prayers have been these last few weeks before coming here today, is that we renew our commitment. We find the source of renewed energy, and we grow as Christians, brothers and sisters together, so we can demonstrate the love of God, not only in Portland, not only in San Patricio County, but throughout this region, this state, and perhaps throughout the world. We are the parish of St. Christopher's. We are the Christ bearers. So let us all commit to taking Christ, taking the love of God beyond these walls, and follow the model of our patron, who carried not only our Lord, but also the burden of the world across a raging and dangerous river. Let us all be worthy Christ-bearers to our neighbors and to the world. Amen.